VHS playback was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hi, welcome to VHS Playback. My name is Cordelia Grimm. It's my show, and uh, here are my friends. Hey, hey I'm, I'm Rob. It's you know, I'm on, you're on Cordelia's show. I'm Rob Cousin. <laughs> Hey, I'm Tom Bessie, the cool one, bringing it back to you from VHS land to now. Woo! This is like Herman's head. I'm just kidding. No. Herman's I'm the head. wacky neighbor, Josh Cousin. <laughs> I like. I like that this episode has a weird fucking energy. I'm digging it already. So uh, watch uh, this kickflip. <laughs> well, guys, it weird. You know. Welcome to uh, VHS playback. This is a podcast where we normally, uh, you know, watch what we talk about it, but during quarantine, we do these special episodes. Uh, and this is a uh, very special No Holds Barred. Um, we're, we're, tonight, we're going to be talking about whatever the fuck we feel like, and uh, we'll see where it lands, and hopefully you guys uh, enjoy it and don't hate us for it. So anyway, how are you guys doing tonight? Yeah. Great, oh, great. Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty well. Oh, wonderful. Hey, capital. <laughs> Constitution. <laughs> Oh my god. How are um, you doing, Rob? I'm doing yeah, how are you? Uh, I'm actually having a really good day today. I'm having a really good day today. Uh, I would like to uh talk about the fact that Satara, my partner and I have been looking for a house on the podcast a few uh, times. And we, we found an amazing house in Southfield and a backup house in Troy because the market's so crazy. So we made an offer <laughs> on the house in Southfield and uh we, we we had this one in our pocket in Troy. So we put our offer in, and then over the over a few days, they took to review the offers. We did not get the house in Southfield. And we're like, oh, that's oh, fine. Right. We got the Troy house. So we go back to the Troy house, and someone else had put an offer in the Troy house. Yeah. And jacked the price up to where, where it wasn't worth it. So now we got no houses. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. So the house, the house search uh, continues. Um, but we did find one today that we're very excited about. We're going to go see it tomorrow. So I will, uh, I will keep you guys updated in my extremely boring cool. story about looking for a house. Uh, in more interesting news, uh, I currently live in an apartment uh, where the uh, median age of the folks that live here is between 50 and 70. And I thought it'd be fun to really get into my neighbors a little bit with you guys today, which I don't know if I've done before. I'd like to talk a little <laughs> bit about some of my neighbors at the apartment. So uh, that's that's what I got tonight. Um, but before Hi. we do that, uh, how are you guys doing? Anybody want to talk about anything going on in their lives? Well, uh, I would say, oh, okay. Oh, what? who goes first? Let's see who the alpha is. Let's see who the alpha is. You go, Cordelia. You, you go, you go, Cordelia. Do it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, um, let's see. I've just been doing some research for a topic I want to talk about for the show. So the Bill and Ted movie just came out, the third in the um, series. But what I didn't know is that they had, they were making like two TV shows uh, like during the same time they were making the second movies that was supposed to be like played by these other people and neither one of them really came out. And then they also did a cartoon series. I vaguely remember okay, the cartoon. Okay, I vaguely remember the cartoon and series. So the cartoon like had like um, like all the original actors like Keanu Reeves and uh, Alex Winter and um, even George Carlin uh, did the voiceovers. And then they switched to like the new actors that were going to be taking over the TV roles to do the voices, and then they're supposed to be acting. It's so crazy and confusing. 
Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting, like hearing about shows that kind of didn't really get made. And also like to follow that up, there's, um, Josh, I hope you're looking this up to find some more information. Blazing Saddles was another one that they made a TV show into. And it was kind of, um, Mel Brooks like signed this deal like so he like he would make it into a TV show because you know it made a ton of money for the studio but he didn't want to do it but he just kind of signed this um you know this agreement like yeah I'll make this TV show if I can get one of these movies made I don't remember which movie it was though so. those are my fun facts for the show that's today. super fucking cool yeah the unaired Bla- the unaired Blazing Saddles TV show. That's pretty wild that that actually, it sounds yeah. like it got shot and it never came out. I wonder if it was on yeah. air because it was offensive as fuck, because that would be my guess as to why it didn't go to air. But also they probably oh, should have known that. Like, did they not watch the fucking movie? There's like a lot of stuff like that, which is super mind boggling to me when shit gets like shot and then somebody's like, oh wait, this is what you're doing? Right. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> how could this even be getting made like into it? So especially like, during that time frame, I mean, like, yeah, now we could put it on whatever, a streaming service or whatever. But, I mean, where was it supposed to go? We didn't even have cable. I don't, I don't know when the place, when Blazing Saddles came out. Like, it would have been like, I would have been, I would have been like, I believe Blazing Saddles came out in 1975. I don't, the sh- so the show probably okay, would have yeah. been like 78 would be my, or 70, I mean, would be the turnaround at that time, like 77, yeah, 78, I, mean, been, I guess. And I don't think cable was been around at that point. I think cable came around in the 80s. So. Yeah, I don't think cable was a thing. And also, like, when cable first came out, I don't think cable knew what cable was supposed to be. I think it was, like, a – I think cable, when it first came out, was, like, kind of, like, one of those Wild West pioneering things where, like, nobody knew what the fuck cable was for. Do you guys remember when uh, Comedy Central – because I used to love Comedy Central from its conception. Do you remember when it was essentially just, like, old stand-up routines and then, like, movies? Well, yeah, and then uh, Strangers with Candy came out, and it was kind of, like, its own – it started becoming its own, sort of, you know? Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of really elevated. Oh, Talk Soup, yeah. Well, no, Talk Soup was on E. Talk Soup, yeah. E wasn't it? That was on E. Yeah, Talk Soup. Talk Soup may have been the first original show E had. So, I think E used to just be like entertainment news shows, and then like, which I guess Talk Soup in a way is pretty much a news format show. It's just a comedy show and a news format show. Right. I remember the Daily Show used to have Craig Kilborn. You remember Craig Kilborn in the Daily Show? It wasn't even like a political show. It was just like a fucking, it was like a weird late night show that happened in the middle of the afternoon. Right. Hmm. But speaking to uh, movies that became cartoons, uh, I would love to talk about that for a minute if you guys want to talk about that because like, the ones that stick out to me is I love the Beetlejuice cartoon. Did you guys watch the Beetlejuice cartoon? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was I goodie. love the Beetlejuice cartoon. That was a goodie. Yeah. Back to, I know last episode you brought up Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, that was another one that <laughs> I was so shocked to see it turn into a cartoon. Yeah, or I mean, the one that the one that sticks out to me, the, the, the two that stick out the most are Toxic uh, Crusaders, based off of the Toxic oh, Avenger yeah. film. Yeah. That one sticks out, yeah. which is an all, a nearly X-rated uh, horror comedy. And then uh, the, right, one, the right, other one that sticks out to me is, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Camp Candy, which was a movie that assumed kids love John Candy enough to give him a show. <laughs> yeah, which we well, did. Uh, Louis, Louis Armstrong. No, oh, Louis Life Armstrong. with Louis. Life, Louis, uh, Life with Louis. <laughs> and that was Louis who? <laughs> Louis, oh, Louis, was, uh, Louis, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. And Roseanne Barr had a cartoon. Roseanne had a cartoon? That's so crazy. Oh, yeah, called Lil Rosie. And it would have turned out that huh. Lil Rosie would have hated Lil Louis Armstrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, uh, yeah, but fuck her though. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that um, <laughs> I think that uh, Life with Louis was a show that I very much loved. And the funny thing is, the reason I loved Life with Louis so much was because the family was super poor and terrible to each other. And I was like, hey, it's me. i I know our our family uh used to quote the was it the crazy grandfather that used to talk about how the canadians were always going to attack him oh yeah yeah yeah. and then the dad you remember the dad doing the christmas lights that was like the most accurate thing to our family there's a there's an episode of life with louis that sticks out of my head where the dad is like hanging christmas lights because the wife has pestered him to hang christmas lights he doesn't want to do it just has a handful of like a mess of christmas lights in his hand he's walking around the house throwing them at the house and at the bushes going yeah throw the lights in the gutter squirrels get some lights and he throws them in the tree and see them squirrels out he goes you get some lights and just that's literally like my, my family growing up on christmas that was how we decorated the house like actually as of as recently as last christmas josh and i did not want to do christmas decorations and my mom wanted to do it so yeah. i went over and we just like sorted out the lights figured out which ones worked started very organized and made it look really cool and by the time we got to a tree yeah. we were just standing on opposite sides of the tree just hawking a ball of lights at each other all like toilet paper in the tree, until there was so many lights yeah. on the tree that it blew a fucking fuse we're like yeah well, that's a dead call then we just and instead of taking the lights back down we blew like one of the light fuses we just left them up so like half of the lights were just like dangling it didn't fucking work and we're like yeah that's great <laughs> it was like it's like it's like that drawing of the horse that people use on, on on the internet to like illustrate a quality drop. It like starts off beautiful, then it ends up like a shitty little kid's drawing from the, the like. I remember when Game of Thrones came out. It was like season one, season two, season three, season four. And as as it went on, it got like in the little shitty kid's drawing. Like that was exactly how we did our Christmas lights. It was like meticulously planned to throw hawking a ball of fucking Christmas lights at each other's heads over a tree. And this was like a year ago. <laughs> so funny <laughs> love it um but yeah camp candy was crazy because if i remember right it was just john candy bought a camp and people hung out there little rosie i do not remember bobby's world i guess that was a trend they just gave like well, a comedian yeah. like a fucking it was show. The 90s trend yeah yeah bobby's like, world was a big show though i love bobby's world i loved i actually yeah, loved camp candy too. too i'm making fun of it i loved it in toxic toxic crusaders unrelated to the other two is one of my favorites and also uh, now that I'm thinking about the Beetlejuice uh, cartoon, uh, in the film, Lydia has to get Beetlejuice out of the house because if he stays, he will violate her or marry her. And in the cartoon, if Beetlejuice doesn't go away, he just becomes an awesome best friend to have around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was trying to get married to her for reasons that I don't remember. Uh, forcing her into marriage. I think he got to. I think he got to come back from the dead if they got if she got married to someone in the living. Uh, I don't think that was specified. Or no, wait, it was. It was. Yeah, no. It, I don't know. I don't. Know. I have not seen that fucking movie in years. <laughs> but it, 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 it maybe broke the curse, so he didn't. So he didn't need to have the Beetlejuice thing said three times anymore. He could just be out all the time. There was an episode um, where Beetlejuice had parents that visited him. So it was like ep- the cartoon was episodic. You know what I mean? And his parents yeah, were like hard. these like country bumpkin like <laughs> farmers. And they it was like kind of this tough love thing they did. It was weird. But I mean, I mean, regard they're unrelated. I mean, they're obviously unrelated, you know. Uh, oh, my things. God, guys. When we get a Patreon page, we just have to watch old 90s cartoons on it. I would love to do that. There, I mean, there's so many good ones. <laughs> yeah. I would love to just watch an entire season of Street Sharks with you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love it. 
I could do street sharks for days, buddy. Uh, and I remember, you know, I, I, the fun ones were the ones that would like have like the Christopher Nolan Batman kind of dark tone to them. There was like the fucking, there was like the weird square jawed Batman cartoon. The X Men cartoon yeah, was that like, one pretty was serious. I mean, they were great. And then there was weird ones like Gargoyles, which was a show I loved, but like it was fucking oh, weird. Yeah. Real um, Ghostbusters, fucking yeah. headliner. Oh yeah, Real yeah. Ghostbusters. Is, I agree. Was, was my favorite cartoon as a kid. Uh, there were two Ghostbusters cartoons, or maybe three of them. Really? And uh, I, I, I yeah, like there the, was the real I, I Ghostbusters, loved, and then there was the Funimation's Ghostbusters, which was actually based off of a 1970s TV show with these ah. like bumbling guys that would like try to catch yes. ghosts. And then the cartoon, they got a talking car and a gorilla. Uh, and then yeah. there was also the Extreme Ghostbusters. I never watched uh, Extreme that Ghostbusters. Was, I, I only watched like a little bit of that one. Kick clips. That, was, uh, <laughs> that was kind of the diverse, the diverse version of the Ghostbusters. Am I right on that? The Extreme Ghostbusters? Yeah, I, I feel like the lead of the show was like a woman with pink hair. But I don't remember much else about that. Yeah. Oh, that does sound extreme. Um, my weird, my weird version was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. There was kind of like oh. you're saying a Chris Nolan version of Sonic the Hedgehog, where it was really dark really? and you know had like teenage themes or whatever, like you know, kind of a coming of age sort of like theme, I think. But it was like this really dark rebellion kind of atmosphere. And then there was like the 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 more like colorful and cute. Or Wiley, or, or or whoever the villain was, was kind of like Robotnik. Thank you. Was, was like or the, uh, or the Eggman, depending on what region of the world you live in. Some people just the, call yeah, him the, the Eggman. Yeah. Well, the Eggman, he was, you know, he, he was kind of like, you know, uh, a Hogan's Heroes kind of like uh, Colonel <laughs> Clink, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 is that the same show? Am I wrong on that? Is Colonel Clink in? Anyway, who cares? But I'm you know just going mean. kind of like to roll with it. I'm rolling with it. We're rolling with I'm it. I'm rolling with it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shipping it out, man. I don't know. Yeah. And so. I'm picking it up. I'm here at the FedEx store to get my baggage that you're shipping out. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm taping it. I taped it up and it's ready to be shipped out. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and I'm going to receive it. Do you know what's funny, Tom? There was actually a video game that I don't know if any of you guys remember at all. I think it was called like Shadow of the Hedgehog or the Josh, you know what I'm talking about? It was like a really dark Sonic game where he had a fucking gun. Well, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog was the evil hedgehog that appeared to to be the foil to Sonic. Uh, what was that game called? Do you remember? There was like that really dark Sonic game that came out. It was fucking terrible. I played it once. I um, I honestly don't know. I, like I remember uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle was the one where like I feel like they they introduced Shadow as a character, and then after that. It branched out in so many terrible directions. Some of them good, but mostly bad. Oh my God. Trying to get more 3D, more realism. And I remember the worst of the worst was one where it was like an RPG where you were, you were playing as Sonic, who was for some reason in love with a human princess who may have been the only human in that world. Uh, outside of whatever Dr. Robotnik is, I, I assume human, but he didn't look like her. Um... And, I hope that. Uh, and yeah, I, I know that one was like the point the point of no return for the Sonic series up until they decided to make a, a brand new uh, throwback game. So Shadow the Hedgehog was a video game. It was an <clears throat> RPG based about Sonic where if you played the game, uh, this guy, I remember, I remember this fucking game because I played it, I believe it. Um, 
some friend's house down the street and uh you you basically were like sonic but you got a fucking gun in it and like <laughs> you could play as other people and they could just shoot motherfuckers and if i remember right at the end of the game if you were bad the world blows up and everyone dies brutally it was like what are you doing with Sonic? This is not what Sonic is supposed to be. This is like that would be like a like, like a hard R Mario movie or a game that would be like so out of fucking left field. Do you have a year attached to that title? I gotta look it up. I got I should look it up. I'm doing it. I just it with it. I'm just doing it by memory. Yeah. It was two thousand five. Uh Shadow yeah. of Hedgehog Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that's like way later after so many different iterations. Yeah, Shadow was like created by Dr. Robotnik to kill Sonic or something, but then he ends yeah. up being good or something. I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> he does have a gun. It's really weird to introduce a gun to any like classical platformer game that didn't have one. It just feels like imagine if you're yeah. playing Donkey Kong and then fucking like Donkey Kong, you get to the top, you jumped a bunch of barrels. Don Kong just pulls out a goddamn shotgun and throws it down the throat of fucking Mario and takes his fuck out. I mean, that's like taking the guns away from the guys in Contra. I mean, it's yeah, weird. yeah, just making them run around and punch, and punch uh, vaginal alien yeah. balls. I guess uh, it would be uh, I want to, uh, I want to say too for for just really strange character backstories. Are you are you all familiar with the character of Waluigi? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the most. He's this. He's the most <laughs> ill-conceived Mario Brothers character, and by far, if I remember right, Kurt's favorite uh, Mario character. Yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's most definitely one of my favorite characters because the Waluigi did not appear until uh, one of the Mario Tennis games, and he oh, has no like relation that. to any other character. He just showed up and wanted to play tennis. Yeah, I just know him through like Mario Party games. I've never seen him for anything else. Yeah, uh, War- Wario needed a doubles partner, and Waluigi happened to be there and was just a big <laughs> fan of tennis, and so and so they paired up, and that's the entire oh, wow. backstory of Waluigi. Gosh, do you know what time? Uh, do you know what time Sean Connery shows up to parties? Uh, Tennis. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> like Two thirty. Like, nope, that's oh. wrong. That's dentist time. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, guys! I ruined the podcast. Um, no, well, no, it, no. It's, 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 it's funny. What I was going to say earlier was it does get funnier. What I was going to say earlier is that uh, it's the same way that if you introduce a gun into the Batman universe, that it's like one well-trained sniper could just rule the entire Batman villain uh, list. There's like Clayface and like. I don't know, Killer Croc. Everybody else is fucked if a sniper shows up. Like Batman is le- <laughs> Batman is l- less useful than one marine. <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. <laughs> like how many millions of dollars did Batman spend rather than just buying a dope right. gun and training with it? <laughs> I've also talked to Josh about this a lot. At what point is Batman responsible for every death the Joker causes? Because like he's like, I won't kill you, and it's like, motherfucker, he has blown up like orphanages, he has like poisoned entire cities, like at some, and he just keeps getting out. So at some point, it's on you. And I'm not advocating for capital punishment. I'm just saying Batman should probably kill the Joker. Did he own the okay. asylum? Did he own Arkham Asylum or you say, you're saying Batman, Ooh, Batman had like a financial you're saying Batman had like a financial interest <laughs> Wayne, in keeping Wayne people locked up? Yeah, because then he could get to because then the, then the problem's systematic, and then you could probably track like the 
super villain to Arkham Asylum chain right through society and then he keeps them in there so he gets extra tax dollars and he gets fucking free labor it's fucked up oh my god yeah yeah he doesn't even have to maintain the place like the walls are made out of cardboard or something you know also while we're, mm. we're on the subject let's think about the tax dollars that go into building killer croc like the fucking sewer cage that he has in there and then like each guy's got like their own cool superpower room like the riddler like get the riddler a bunch of books so he can like read you know fucking let's build a goddamn sewer like headache killer croc hey Clayface, let's build him something he can't squeeze out of whatever the fuck his thing is because his whole, he's a very <laughs> ill-conceived character if we're being real can i tell but you yeah. can i tell you the truth i've never built one sewer cage yeah I think about how much that costs to build that that, that cage for that dude it's got to be like a million no dollars idea. 30 bucks i don't know yeah put them all in how the sewer. how much is one banana 12 dollars <laughs> well i don't know <laughs> So yeah, development. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the banana stand. <laughs> so, so I thought about in the context of the Batman universe itself was like in Batman No Man's Land, I think was the first time that that they ever addressed that the outside world looked at Gotham and just went, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this place. <laughs> it's going to be a no-fly zone. Let's close everything off. They've got an asylum full of supervillains. There's a disease that's out there. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> well, also like, also like, I mean, because like, you'd have to assume based on a comic book universe that you could probably extrapolate data that's like, okay, how many people are in Arkham Asylum versus how many superheroes and villains in there, right? So you have to assume that based on population density, there are other superheroes and supervillains in the world, right? Just far less because Arkham Asylum has a higher population. Like a city of Detroit, which has a lower population, would have at least a couple like costumed baddies and and costumed heroes there's got to be a few in every city it's it can't be isolated it's like how superman's in it's how superman's irresponsibly only in one city it's like what do you think bad shit doesn't happen in other places but and then like you know how often like why isn't superman fighting like why are aliens only landing in fucking new york or where or what is it called uh his city i can't even remember metropolis metropolis or yeah Yeah. like why, why are why is every alien like I'm heading straight? I'm like, unless it's Superman's fault in some way, which it has to be with the fucking rate at which they're showing up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> speaking of population, I feel like in at least a Batman cartoon, you never see a single person on the street. It's just Batman fighting villains, which I find. It's true. I mean, if you lived in oh, if yeah. you lived in Gotham City, would you fucking ever go out at night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't go out. You would never go oh, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time, the first time, one Catwoman comes up to you and fucking says anything to you, yeah. and then slashes your face and takes your wallet. I'm never leaving my. Oh my god! House just again. take my wallet. Right, right. Just take my wallet. I'm moving tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you a, know, a, a guy just flew down on an umbrella and pointed a different shotgun umbrella at my face and took my shit. I'm good here. <laughs> Has the city gone nuts? I gotta leave. That's what I would say. Yeah, uh, you see one bang, you're getting the fuck out of there. Right. Oh shit! There's a Bane. Fuck this. Especially because, like, oh especially because because comic book Bane is much more terrifying than Tom Hardy Bane. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Comic book Bane is like three times the yeah. Rock. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's also like on the opposite side of that, there is a threshold that I would reach of being like, oh shit, that's Bane, and then by the time I see Killer Croc walking down the street. And then I look at Victor's ass. I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't care yeah. anymore. 
oh look it's the penguin he's a small man he's a small man with an umbrella and he's eating a fish for some reason just just whole fish at once fine i gotta go to work <laughs> i gotta get out of here also like also like on top of that like uh you know you i would definitely be far more afraid of killer croc than i would be of catwoman and i'm i just feel like Why? Because Catwoman's only stealing high end jewelry. At some point, <laughs> listen. At, at some point, you're going to figure out what these folks are about. Like Catwoman, she wants to steal some expensive stuff. Sometimes she's biting on the right side. You know, people are going to start taking notes. They're like, you know what? She's cool. And then the Killer Croc is right. literally eating people. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. He's just like mm -hmm. Venom. He's basically Venom, which is horrifying. Half the population are war journalists. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> no one's around. It's also I talked to, to Josh about this too. If there's a world where Superman exists. Nothing the fuck else matters. Like, could you imagine if tomorrow Superman revealed himself? You would talk about, yeah. no one would talk about anything but Superman because there's yeah. a man who is a literal, invincible, impervious God that we have no control over who could just fly through the center well, of our planet and destroy it whenever he feels well, like it. Well, not only that, I have to tell you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, kind of related, but seriously, like, I, I like watching after watching um, the boys on uh, Amazon. Um, it, I think it's totally true. If there were a super superhero, not only would they would not only would they be the only thing people talk about, but they would also be the most narcissistic, loathing human beings on the planet. I uh -huh. mean, they would expect people to worship them. They would expect people. They would loathe. Everybody else who didn't have superpowers, they'd be yeah, I mean, terrible people. Super attractive people who worked and out in do. high school, super attractive people who worked out in high school were so disconnected from my humanity that they would beat my ass for friend for fun. So what do you think like a superhero is going to think of a person? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It'd be insane. Um, but hold on. So what we're talking about crazy people and shit, I want to get back to my neighbors. I introduced this like fucking 20 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I live in an apartment. I live in an apartment with the median age of, of the folks that live in here is like 50 to 70, let's say. So I, I have there's a woman that uh there's a woman that lives downstairs from me who wears nothing but a robe. Her hair is always wet, no matter what's going awesome. on. She's always just stepped out of some kind of a situation where she's being <laughs> drenched. Uh Josh has seen this woman, he can verify it. Uh uh, she doesn't speak to me. She doesn't wave to me. She doesn't acknowledge my existence. And she often hides when she sees me. So when I first moved in oh. here, one time the basement flooded really bad. And where I had, all, you know, everybody has, it's an apartment building, so we all have like storage containers in the basement. Uh, oh, and I figured out, I, I had a brand new toilet plunger, so we just moved in. And I figured out that I can grab that motherfucker, run down to the basement, and plunge the drain. And then all the water came out. And I saved the day. And I was like, great, my neighbors are going to like me now because I did this thing. Because when I moved in, all my neighbors hated me. Like, Right off the bat, it was super fucking weird. It felt like they were going to fucking oh. kill us at night. It was super fucking weird. Okay. Um, so I called Josh that day, and I was like, hey, man, can you come over? We had these giant bins of all our childhood toys in this basement, and the leak was coming through the window in my storage unit, just pouring into the bin of our giant childhood toys. And I was like, you got to help me clean these oh. fucking toys up. Like, we can't let this shit go. So Josh comes over cleaning toys. You know, we're killing it. It's a lot of work. We're getting it done. And then like an hour in, I look down, I look up into this empty doorway. We're in the laundry room cleaning these toys. There's an empty doorway. I look down for a second. I look back up and there's this woman with a fucking wet hair standing in the doorway, staring at us, pale as a fucking ghost. And I remember I locked eyes and I just went, Jesus Christ, you are haunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. 
in that trying instance, to... both an adjective and a verb. <laughs> and that's when Rob found true love. I tried to talk to her. I was like, sorry about that, blah, blah. And then she, instead of talking, she just like kind of stared at me and like slowly backed out of the doorway until she was gone. And Josh was there for that. Oh, it was fucking weird. God. And I should have known it was only going to get weirder because I got this guy next door and I got to talk a little bit quieter because if he hears me, he'll eventually kill one of us. <laughs> so his, this dude named John next door, he's, he's, he's probably in his mid-70s. He's like seven feet tall. I'm not exaggerating. He's a giant man. His fucking head is like the size of like from the middle of my chest to the top of my head. It's like bobblehead level fucking weird. And it's not like there's anything wrong with the guy. He's just like this fucking weird giant. He's got this breath. Too loud already, Rob. Got this breath kicking like karate all the time. The man's got a bo like no other. And he has he's a he's a horrible alcoholic, and he has some kind of dementia kicking. And uh, so there's been a few times where I've seen him talking to people that aren't there. Uh, there's been several times where I've seen him. We have like um, that Coke bottle glass like by our door, so it's like that glass you can't see through, but you can see the light through it. There's been several times yeah. where I've thought like there was a shadow there, then all of a sudden it walks away, and I realized that John was standing outside of my doorway for like an hour. Oh. Um, oh and then uh, my neighbor downstairs who moved out, who was uh, around the same age, we were Michael, great guy, uh, normal. He, uh, he told me that sometimes John would just be standing in front of his uh, balcony, staring through the window. And oh. when he'd come out, he would call him the wrong name and run away. So <clears throat> John, uh, who haunts me, uh, sometimes I'll come home in the middle of the day and he's taken it upon himself in his retirement <laughs> to uh, take up the good work of finding the biggest stick he can and just fighting the woods behind my house. So now what I mean by this is he takes a real big stick and he walks a little bit into the woods wearing nothing but like an A-frame t-shirt and long khaki pants a la like a prison movie from the 20s and just starts beating the shit out of trees with a stick. I can't tell you what he's trying to accomplish, but my God, is he working hard at it. (laughs) <laughs> he'll usually do that. He'll usually do that for about two hours a day. Uh, after which he will pop his shirt off and sit on his balcony where a giant American flag hangs um, uh, humongous above the doorway of the apartment building. And then he will shout out things that resemble jokes at anyone passing by. <laughs> um, so that's what I've been living with. And then when I first moved in, there was this guy, Jason, that lived underneath me. And uh, this motherfucker once wrote a <laughs> complaint letter that I flush the toilet too much when I poop uh, to the <laughs> apartment board to which I had to uh, have a phone call with the apartment board <laughs> oh, and explain to them no. that we are good neighbors. We sleep regular hours. We're relatively quiet. I take my shoes off the apartment and that I'm not going to change the way I shit in the bathroom. Oh, so my I had God. to explain that to, uh, and then she was like, she was like, okay, is there a way that we can send a plumber out to get the toilet work? I was like, look, that's just my body. I got to flush like three, four times. <laughs> I take big shits. And I literally said that to a board of people on the phone. Love like, it. Oh, I need you, I need you to know that verbatim, I said, that's just my body. I just take big shits. Sitar was in the car with me. She could verify it. My log. <laughs> are long and thick. <laughs> so oh uh, that's been my experience in this apartment. So if you're wondering why I've been so obsessed with moving out of here, it's because I don't know if you've ever seen the film Delicatessen, but one day these, uh, these fucking uh, monsters that I live with are going to cut us up and eat us. Yeah, 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 oh. definitely. My God. 
the new neighbor downstairs is super nice, but there's weird sounds that come from the apartment all the time where it sounds like someone's like moving furniture around like weird times and like moshing and like smashing shit around, which I'm all for. Uh, and the way the story is the coolest is if I like complain about it and somebody calls and goes, nobody lives, but nobody lives below you, Rob. That's how it's the coolest. But uh, I have, so I have think whatever uh, lives in the woods got to them. Yeah, it turns oh, out John's yeah. fighting back the monsters that live in the woods. Yeah. He's, just doing, trees. he's just doing good work to keep those monsters out. But yeah, I don't know what we do call it fighting the woods. And next time I see him, I will shoot a little bit of video of him fighting the woods for the Instagram. I promise that for Ryan. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> um, he, sounds, he sounds so ill. That's so, yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad until it's terrifying because uh, it's a little bit of both. Oh, yeah, it's for real. It's a little threatening until the shadows move, right? Yeah, it's it's equal parts like sad because it does bump me out because I often will have a conversation with Tyler where we'll both be like mad about something or freaked out, and I go, "Look, he's just like a sad old lonely guy who's like has some problems, but he's also a fucking giant who's real strong from beating those woods. And he's just outside of my place in the middle of the night, and it's threatening." Yeah, yeah, there's like yeah, there's like a line where it's terrifying. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, but that's good. I mean, it's your own crime watch. You know, nobody's gonna come around here, Bill. Nobody. Yeah, yeah right. Literally, nobody's literally, coming around. Literally nobody. I wonder what kind of workout. I wonder literally how many nobody. I'd love to pop an Apple Watch on him next time he's going out to those woods and just get a real read on the calories that he's burning when he's smacking that tree. <laughs> no, I'm, I can't wait to hear how that conversation goes, Rob. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, I'll be like, hey, Big John. That's what I'm gonna start calling him, and he's gonna be like. What do you want? I'm gonna go and you just you fire this Apple Watch out of his wrist real quick for whatever kind of CrossFit you're doing out there. <laughs> hey big guy. I just uh, want to hey, keep guy. track of where you physically are. Hey, hey big guy, it's Wednesday. I was wondering if today's the day you're gonna go outside and just slap the shit out of the woods. <laughs> Maybe you could offer to spar with him. Like, oh, there it is. And he'll, be like, yeah. he'll, be like, he'll be like nature's my sparring partner, and then I'll look out and just <laughs> the shit out of the woods again. I will say like, I will say that living, I've lived in a lot of weird places, right? Like I've lived in a lot of like lower income places. I've lived all over the place. I've moved more than anybody else I know. Bloomfield Hills mm -hmm. has been the weirdest fucking place I've lived in my adult life. Weird. And uh, when I lived in Hazel Park, I had a white supremacist neighbor whose best friend was an African-American gentleman and he would say horrible racist things, but he was also married to a woman who was Native American and was like a good neighbor and a horrible person. It was very confusing. Uh, and that is less weird to me because all of those things make more sense to me, uh, whether I like them or not, than fighting trees in the woods behind my apartment building and standing and staring at my door for hours, okay? You know, I, I would say the only other positive version of that would be that one day you find his Twitch stream. It's like, it's like, all right, guys, it's time to go out here and smack these trees. Let's see how long it takes for the neighbors to comment. We're on day 46. <laughs> Nobody has said a word to me. Well, let's go. What if he's like, what if he's like, uh, I'm like, hey, man, why are you doing that? And he's like, well, the gym closed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's weirder or better. I don't know where I land on that. <laughs> I think that's way better, right? Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it's better than if he, yeah. if he like. It's either like, oh, the gym closed down, or it's yeah, you know, I gotta fight the evil uh, nymph spirit that lives in the woods at the apartment. It's the only way to keep it out of my dreams. 
catch you next time, Bill. He does call me the wrong name frequently. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, moving on from my crazy neighbors. Uh, what's going on with you guys? Anybody got anything interesting to talk about? Do you think they'll miss you? I think they fucking hate me. I, <laughs> Josh just I had agree, a cat Rob. noise. Josh just had a cat noise. That sounded like it came from the ceiling above his head, and I watched him freak out. I think that they, <laughs> I, I, th- I think that yeah. they, don't, they don't like me. Um, and then, you know, uh, they're really weird agree, about Satara, Rob. which I know that I might be putting this on them. But whenever anybody's really weird about Satara, I have to assume maybe it's about race. Uh, but who yeah. knows? Right, maybe you know you just can, you'll just never know because no one will actually come up come up front about that. You know what I mean? You know, so uh, maybe John's out back beating the woods and being like, "Fucking brown girl on <laughs> that farm building," and that's oh what's going God. on. Uh, who knows? But uh, you know, I never will know. But yeah, I, I think honestly, according to if I answer that not in a joking way, I think these fucking people hate me and they can't wait for to leave because I'm just I haven't been here forever. I'm not a loud person. And guys, I go to bed at like nine o'clock on a night we're not recording this podcast. Whoa, night owl! What's going on with you? Although I will say, I will say, Satara, since the gym closed, Satara and I have been working out in the apartment. And if I fart up here, it probably knocks something down in the neighbor's house with how thin the walls are. <laughs> so Satara doing CrossFit up here probably hasn't been super good for them. But again, they the people below me do spend a ton of time what sounds like bowling in their living room. So who knows what's going on down there? Holy shit! You guys are like tires in the living room. And I don't, I don't give a shit about noise. I don't care about noise levels. I could give a shit. Like, does not bother me. I just think it's interesting. It's really the, uh, the, the two uh, watchers, I will call them, that are freaking the uh, fuck out. <laughs> Listen, I live in an apartment with uh, a few people, and it was seriously the worst day for our neighbors below when we got Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> and, and it was it was funny to us, but you know, I yeah. think we can't. We, we we basically we limited, of course, our Dance Dance play to the daytime, <laughs> and like only for like a half hour, hour at a time, you know. So. That, that seemed to work out, you know, but yeah, anyway. you got it. You, you found a compromise. You know, you already put it on time and, and hear me out on this. What I would have done is right. The same day I got dance dance revolution is I would have just walked outside. Hear me out on the biggest stick. I could <laughs> just started get out of the nearest woods. And the thing is, what I, to be clear, he's not just hitting one tree. He's kind of just swinging big at a bunch of trees where they're kind of collected branches together. So it's literally the woods he's riding, oh. not a singular tree. Um, and now, a, Rob, one more question. I, yeah. Do you take a like, full like, home run swing? It's, it's usually like, a, it starts with a big poke. Every like third or fourth one, there's kind of a haymaker. Okay. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, what, a, what is it in your homes that creeps you out? Is it like a thing or a place or something weird that happens at your house? That's what I want to know. About. Nothing. I want to I, I feel this. Nothing. I'm confident that ghosts don't exist. And I'm confident that whatever crazy noise I hear, you know, is something that's completely explainable. By something that's getting old and maybe breaking, you know, uh, nothing, nothing creeps me out. Um, you know, the only thing that's going to kill me in this house is honestly myself, you know, uh, today, today, today I went to a, uh, a state sale that was happening right across the street from my house. And, uh, I picked up, I picked up a unicycle. 
So really? that unicycle is the only thing that's actually threatening my life uh, in my house today. So did you watch that uh, YouTube video on how to operate it? I did watch a YouTube video on how to operate um, a unicycle. Yeah, I did. Oh. And um, have you have you balanced on it yet? Uh, no, I, I just got it today. So oh, okay. um, I don't have I, I don't have great balance, uh, admittedly, um, yeah. but uh, I'm still not afraid of it. And I, uh, but you know, that's 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 what's going to happen. You're going to hear in the headlines: unicycle kills man, or man dies because of unicycle accident. You know what I mean? That's what's really going to go down. Just heads up. Just <laughs> for my own curiosity, how much does a used unicycle go for? At an that is a fifteen bucks. very good question. Fifteen dollars. That seems like yeah. a steal of a deal for a unicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was, yeah but it let was. Me, now let me ask you this. Was there a bike for sale there for 30? No, there wasn't. Um, <laughs> although there was a dolly... And I said to I said to Andrea, I'm like, I'm gonna get this dolly and I'm gonna get this unicycle. And just as this was happening, uh, thankfully there are two unicycles. But just as this was happening, <laughs> an old guy walks in with uh, the, the 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 guy who is um, who is orchestrating the the the, the estate sale with stickers right. that said sold. And he puts and the old guy's like, yeah yeah, this unicycle. And then the dolly, and then he puts the sold sticker on the dolly and one on the unicycle, and the one unicycle that I had in my hands, I just kind of gripped. And I felt for a minute that it was like, this must be some sort of, this must be staged. I mean, right. this dude is obviously working for the estate sale company, and they're <laughs> obviously trying to like get Absolutely. me to pay, pay, like to shovel some more money out and be like, oh no, well, I'll pay double for this unicycle and this dolly i said Fuck that you know obviously <laughs> and i don't think that's how it was but you know that was like the my darkest most paranoid you know fear at the moment can i ask um, you can i ask you can i ask you uh go ahead do you said this you was right across the street. questions this Please. is right across the street right you said this is directly across the street, yes. So correct. did you know the folks that lived in a two-unicycle home, and what were they like? What What <laughs> happened was, well, you know what? I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll make an examination of my neighbors, but um, uh, the, 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 the husband had died about a year ago, uh, unexpectedly. Was it, was it, it unicycle-related? <laughs> no, 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 it, it wasn't, but it was unexpectedly, and it was... It was like a, I'm sure it was like a health thing that just happened suddenly. Um, but he was survived by his wife who moved out recently to live with the son. Why I know all this information, I don't know. But uh, basically the house was, oh, thank you. The house was left pretty much, you know, as is. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, Tom's a real, uh, and, Tom's uh, a real watcher. Tom's a real watcher type in this neighborhood. <laughs> no, 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 wrap, wrap, wrap. It's not that I'm a good neighbor, and yeah, uh, you know, my idea of a neighborhood is basically, you hear me out. But my idea of a neighborhood is that you know we are all in kind of a campground where our tents are just oversized, made of wood, brick, and uh, and uh, and uh, mortar. You know, mortar. Um, mo yeah. that mortar, but. but we're basically living in a campground, so why not know your neighbors? Because everything that my neighbor does affects me, even in the slightest. So, you seem like you'd be a really good neighbor to have. Like, if I didn't, I know am you, a really good neighbor. And you were my neighbor. I'd, I'd say be fucking, that you were my neighbor. I, I say fucking hi, even now, if, you, even if you drop the F even if I just, that could be awkward. 
I say, I say, uh, I walk out and I walk out every morning. I'm like fucking hi, you know, and hello. And everybody's like, oh, there goes good Tom. Night. I heard he has one yeah. unicycle. I heard he's one one unicycle shy of a two unicycle. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I just got it. One neighbor I think saw me with it. Um, anyway, but you yeah, gotta I watch am a out. You, gotta watch, you gotta watch out for being seen on that thing too much. Um, people are gonna start calling <laughs> you the. Fu- the Unicycho, it's going to be, it's, you're going to get that. Unicycho, oh, pitch that one. Make that so much. My follow-up question is, like, what would have been the breaking point of, like, the price cost? Like, what was too much to say yes to a Unicycho? Yeah, how are you going, Tom? At the moment. No, 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 yeah. good, Cordelia. No, this is, this is a great question, Cordelia, because yeah. seriously, at the moment, sky was the limit. Honestly, oh. you know, I, I, saw, I saw the two unicycles together. And in that moment, I was like, well, I got to have these. Actually, Andrea was the one who kind of pointed it out to me. And so I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I'm coming home with one of these, if not both, you know, Tom, we and uh, like 200, 200, 100. What are we talking? About? Uh, maybe. OK, I do have. But I mean, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> 40, 40 bucks would have oh, okay, been okay. where I would have said, uh, yeah, yeah. So when you saw the unicycles and you were like, I got to have these, was that like, did you have like a lifestyle image in your head of like what, what it's going to be like now that you have a <laughs> yeah, unicycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. actually you yeah, it? I want to know what it is. The play-by-play is this, is that I imagine myself like the ice cream man, except Ooh. I'd be going up to my neighbors for some reason doing magic tricks. And then, oh, like, you know, oh I do like animal balloons, but like, I wouldn't be wearing clown makeup. But I mean, if I actually made it to that point, of course, I'd be imagining the next step is clown makeup. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, I, it's got to be. Obviously. But I mean, I obviously, I obviously imagine myself at least getting like takeout on my unicycle. I mean, oh my God, Tom, yes. So when we lived there in Ferndale, when I lived, when I lived in Ferndale, I knew a guy. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this guy, but I worked at a bar. Don't even tell me. And this guy would had one of those double bikes, you know? Oh, like a tandem. Con, like a conjoined bike. Yeah, tandem bike. So him and his yeah. girlfriend, they look so fucking like happy together. Like every blind person has? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least the one I know. But like, <laughs> yeah. so, so, th- so this guy and his girlfriend, they look super happy together on this bike. And they would ride it all over Ferndale. They'd be coming up to the web, picking up a growler of beer and taking it home. And they did it every fucking weekend, every Friday night. They would like go out, they'd hang out, and they'd swing up to the web, pick up a growler of beer on their goddamn double bike, and ride it off home, looking happy as shit. Uh, and good for them, you know. Adorable. Great for them being happy. That's cool. One fucking That's weekend, cool. I remember I was sitting on the patio. I got off work early. This motherfucker rode up on the double bike by himself, looking uh, sad as shit. Uh, <laughs> Picks up the growler of beer, fucking different colored beer, darker beer, higher alcohol content. And just slowly rides oh. off, slumping his head over. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, no. That was awesome that I got to see that. Like, I know so much he about the- <laughs> 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 he, fell off. he fell off halfway through to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> just like this dude, this dude lost, this dude lost his fucking yeah. back peddler. He's yeah. done. He's, he's, done. <laughs> he's just, ta- he's taking that growler home for a sad night or whatever you do when you get done riding one of those bikes. <laughs> Also, oh guys, I want God. you guys to call me the back peddler of the show. <laughs> the back peddler. Hey, welcome. Uh, we'd like Thank to welcome you. Cordelia Graham, our, uh, our resident back peddler. Say hello to the people, Cordelia. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm the back peddler. And here comes uh, Tom Besty, the uh, unicycle. 
Holy shit, I love it. Also, picking up anything on a unicycle, picking up anything on a unicycle has to be has to be like the one of the most advanced Rob, things you can do on a unicycle. Rob, absolutely. Rob, so far it seems impossible, but I am no, so dead set. No, I am so dead set on learning this okay. fucking thing. For real. I am going to learn how to ride a unicycle by the end of uh, the fall season. They got a, I mean, it's a good, it's a, this, listen, it's a good time to be fucking around with stuff like that. Because what else are we going to do? They do make a mountain bike version of it, like an off-road one. So if you get crazy in that world. I gotta wow. say too, uh, you you, you got a mask on at this point, so there is no you could be anonymously in your neighborhood riding this unicycle, uh, as much protective gear as you want as well. Uh, it just yeah, further covers up true. and obscures who you are. Nobody's gonna be like, I know who that guy is. That's the unicycle. <laughs> also, the unicycle. you should you should, you know what, Tom? Can I recommend wearing like a Friday the Thirteenth type hockey mask only while riding your unicycle? Because if you do that, you will be referred to as the unicycle psycho. Eventually, someone's going to get there. I know you already know how to juggle. Are you planning on juggling on the unicycle? You know what? I am now. Yes. Oh, perfect. You should put like a fucking one of those little boom boxes that tech connects to your phone to that bitch. So you can ride around and really draw a lot of attention to what you got going on. That's what but, I would for recommend. For some reason... Well, for some reason, the only music I downloaded was circus music. It'd be like, <laughs> 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 um, may I also I suggest when you wear the Jason when you wear the Jason mask, juggling with three knives, machetes. Oh yeah, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll eventually get there. I figure, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's only it's it's seriously like sky's the limit once again. Yeah. So Tom, you let me ask you this because we we so we got to this. So what creeps you out around your house? I didn't even mean that supernatural. I meant like, is there like a weird person you run into or is there like a weird sound you hear? Rob, I'm, even, I'm, I'm invulnerable. I'm invulnerable. I've been what? through, I've been through people in dangerous situations, like seriously dangerous situations as, as neighbors, awkward situations. Um, I've been involved in just like, just, I've been around just Shoot weird out. things happening in, in, Weird happenings in neighborhoods I've lived in. You know what, man? I don't even, it doesn't even phase me anymore. It doesn't <laughs> well, even phase me. My follow-up was going to be, with your job, what's the weirdest fucking person that's ever come into the shop or the weirdest thing you've had to deal with at the shop? That was going to be my follow-up I, for I, you. I got, I got nothing but stories because, you know, it's really just <laughs> people. And I'll tell you this one. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this one. This, this is, is going to be a I new segment, Tom. Tom, this is going to be a new segment now. It's uh, tell me a story about the tattoo shop time. It's story time at the tattoo shop. <laughs> well, I got, no, let's get a title going. Um, right. Tom, this Tom, is your segment, Tom, so you got to introduce Tom, it. Uh, let, me, um, let me introduce this segment as uh, Tom's Tantalizing Tattoo Tales. Love that. Um, okay. Tom's tantalizing so, tattoo tales. Tom's has a tantalizing tattoo tales. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like my first um, tantalizing tale would be of um, I, I I was at the shop alone. That's how a lot of these stories begin. By the way, <laughs> I was the last one at the shop, and you know, uh, just kind of like you know, maybe wait, waiting for walk-ins or whatever. It's something I I admittedly don't do too much of anymore, but. 
you know, when I, when you first started trying to get a clientele and a name out there for yourself, obviously, you know, you're at the shop alone, possibly, you know, more than what you like, but I was, here I am at the shop. Yep. Um, <laughs> three people walk in. Yeah. It, it, Cordelia knows all about this story, yep. right? Uh, what you walk? They walk, three people walk in. Um, the, the one, the one gal, um, Wanted to get a wanted to get a tattoo. Uh, the other two friends were sitting on the couch or whatever besides themselves. Uh, it, it wasn't what this gal was getting tattooed or how she was acting. Uh, I was tattooing her neck, and um, I kind of I didn't have her laid down for this one. I kind of just had her kind of sit up, sort of, and uh, you know, kind of uh, and tilt her head to the side. The issue was that one of her friends, and I, I mean, I don't one of her friends was six inches away from my face during half of this tattoo critiquing me on how to do it and where I should be putting like, you know, lines or, you know, laying down actual like ink at like procedurally, right. Procedural advice on how to do this. And the thing about the guy was, is he was wearing a ball cap and it was kind of hanging. The brim of the cap was kind of hanging a little low but underneath the cap, this guy, I you had a scar across his eyeball. And his eyeball was like marbled. Like it didn't, it looked like it was really beat up. And it was marbled and like healed or whatever. And like I mean, I kind of glance, glance at this dude and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And eventually I said to the guy, you know, man, you got to give me some space. I was terrified of him, you know. Um, but he, he was being really kind of quiet and really whispery about it. Like, oh yeah, you know, a little bit here, you know, oh, a little bit there, you know? And, and I just, and eventually his friend who I was tattooing was like, listen, Tommy, his name was Tommy. And said, that's how I remember it. Listen, Tommy, you got to give this dude some space. And so he sat down again. Um, the tattoo went fine. He never bothered me after that. And, um, and that, that's my story. You know, it was just, it was just weird. I thought I was going to get killed or something. I, I like the, like, idea, I I like the idea that, um, that Tommy was never real. And that was like your internal <laughs> voice as a new tattoo artist trying to get, and that was like the way you broke past your insecurities as a tattoo artist is you were like, Tommy back off. And that one was like, Jesus Christ, there's someone else here and he's got my neck. And then like, after that, you really, it was me own. the whole time. Yeah. 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 There's just right? you and you alone. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh no. Maybe that's so what happened. I saw the, I saw this girl again who I tattooed, and I actually asked her because Tommy wasn't there, or, or, or nor was the other friend, and I and he asked, never was. <laughs> <laughs> I, asked, I asked, what happened to Tommy's face? I mean, I was like, what happened to your friend's face? And the story was this. Oh. Oh no, Tom uh, got him. Tommy got him. Oh my God, are you kidding? Tommy killed Tom. It's over. Tommy got him. Tommy got him. Uh oh. Oh my God, Tommy's in his house. <laughs> Tommy, the unicycle. <laughs> it is. I love this segment of, of unicycle activities. I think Tom's. Uh, I think Tom's phone might have died. That it's makes sense. Probably outside. Well, and we've been on for like two hours, and it's probably the end of the day. Right. So I bet you didn't plug in. Tom's back. Tom's tantalizing tattoo tales. Tom, we got to know what happened. We got to know what happened with Tommy. So what happened to Tommy's eye? 
Shut the clip. Oh shit! We're, yeah, where did it where did it drop off? Was it like right at like what happened? You said, or you, whatever. You asked. You said you ran into the girl and you asked what happened yeah. to your friend's face. So pick it up from there. So I ran to the girl for a second session. I, I and her friends weren't there. Tommy wasn't there, and I asked what happened to his face. And what she said was this: She said Tommy was at a party, and he talked shit. So somebody decided to hit him in the face with a crowbar. Oh, oh gosh. that's it. That's it. That's the whole, that's the whole story. She told me, I'm like, Oh, okay. did you ask her? Did you ask for the follow-up of what about getting hit in the face with a crowbar made him a t- an expert tattoo artist? Everybody learns. I don't know. Here's the, here's the funnier version of that. She goes, you know, what happened to your friend's face? She goes, well, we're, I, you know, I was getting a tattooed on. He wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's how you learn a tattoo just like in dodgeball you know you have to get wrenches thrown at you yeah if you can if you can dodge, if you can tattoo if you can tattoo you can hit the face with a crowbar uh you can tattoo anywhere you can tattoo when you listen to the band the crowbar then you can absolutely tattoo yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can if you can do a good tattoo while listening to the band crowbar or propane i don't know <laughs> I like this segment, Tom. We got to do more of these. This is a good segment. Um, I, you know, I, I got limited amount of stories. If anybody wants to uh, hear more, I mean, just get tattooed by me, which I mean. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, 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 that's We can do the plug at the end of it for Tom's tantalizing tattoo tales. That's a very good name. Um, tantalizing tattoo tales. Little story of tattoo tales. Come sit down. Don't get hit by the crowbar. I'm standalizing tattoo tales. Josh, uh, let me, Josh, what, what, what is it? So, I mean, you got a lot going on in the house where you're at. What's something that creeps you out of that house? Well, uh, I'm going to tie in with the unicycle here, which is surprising. Uh, oh. So this guy has oh, been riding a unicycle uh, for, for the last 24 hours around my house wearing a Jason mask. So, uh, wow, that does tie in. So with, with cursed items, uh, cursed items that people have or things that they are concerned about. I've had this stack of five VHS tapes since pre quarantine. And I don't remember if I brought up if I brought this up at any point, but I went I used to go to thrift stores frequently. Uh, prior to COVID-19 existing. Uh, and I would buy things to resell them and I would look for just fun, weird stuff to find. Uh, and I went into, there's like a, a particular strip of them that's on Gratiot, uh, where for some reason there's like a cluster of thrift stores. And I went into this one <laughs> that was genuinely called Needful Things. Um <laughs> as a hand-painted sign, like airbrushed hand-painted sign. Uh, and I went in there and was looking at all, it's it's a very strange store. It seems to be just like a collection of, of it's mostly bookcases with just stuff on the bookcases. And some of them are for sale and some aren't, uh, the bookcases and the items. Uh, and anytime I've ever bought something from there, it, it's like uh, an older man who who works up at the front that like, negotiated every price for any item i've ever i've ever bought and i am not a uh 
I'm not great at haggling with somebody. So I always try to like find something that has a price tag, just set it down and give them the money for it. And now she said the store is called Needful Things. Yes. And how many times uh, has, he, wow. has he, how many times has he been like, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give it to you for $2 and your soul. How many times has that? <laughs> hasn't, hasn't come up yet. Uh, but so, so the last time I went in there uh, was like, just days before uh, quarantining began. And I was going through the section of VHS tapes and there was this whole really strange section. And I'm gonna read you off the, the titles of the tapes that I currently have in, in the room with me here. Let me, uh, let me get them real quick. There's like a stack of 40 tapes and uh, they had titles that were like, Pooh Bear, Eight Foot Elvis, Big Garth, Nine Foot Scooby-Doo, Bart two exclamation point. Um, and so I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? And, and I set up the television in there. Like I, I hooked it up to a V I hooked it up to a VCR and I popped one of those tapes in and I see a wedding in which a man comes out on stilts dressed as Elvis with that music playing and then he just sings elvis songs while getting like and i don't think he's actually singing i think he's he's lip syncing while it just blasts oh. elvis music in the place and just dances around these fucking videos. tables uh oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. this is some, someone videos? some someone he has paid someone to man a, a vhs recording camera and point it at him while he does this performance art oh my god yeah, so I, so I, I get all these videos. And I'm like, yeah, that was my response. It's like, this is amazing. And I bring up a stack of them to the front. And the guy looks at me and he's like, where'd you find this? I, was like, I found them on the, on the shelf over there. He's like, these aren't for sale. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> these aren't for sale. He was like, he's like, that's that man's life, life's work. Here, take this, take his card. And he hands me a card. And I don't know even know what happened to the card, but there is, it's a performer from around like, the, the the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. Huh. Uh, and I think his website may be eightfootelvis.com or something like that, something close to that. If I you look up eightfoot Elvis, bring it up you find his site. Uh, and oh he was like, God. this is this guy's life, <laughs> life work. Uh, and it's his life's work. And I'm supposed to be playing these tapes all the time. <laughs> and then, and none of them are for sale. I'm supposed to be playing them all the time to advertise for him. And, have, and I was like, oh, Okay, then do you want me to put him back? He's like, you know what, man? And bear in mind, this is the second time I've ever seen this person. He does not know my name. He's like, you know what, man? I trust you. I'm going to let you borrow these five tapes, just any five tapes that you want. I'm going to let you borrow them so you can copy them and bring them back. And I was what? like, I got you, man. <laughs> so we shook on it. <laughs> I took those five tapes and then quarantine happened. <laughs> I love that you. I love that oh, you were. You were like, God. what? This, th th you had this weird interaction with this person and, and didn't try to get out of it immediately. That's what the best part of the story is to me. You weren't like, yeah, you weren't like you weren't sure. like. He was like, it's this man's life work. I'll tell you what. You can take any five tapes home, copy them. I trust you. Like this, that guy is a hundred percent the devil. I don't know why you didn't know this. It's called needful things. That guy's <laughs> definitely the devil, and he's cursed you in some kind of way that I don't know what it is yet. But, it's got, I'm, I'm guessing you caused COVID-19 because you took those tapes. Yeah, I didn't return them. <laughs> Once I bring them back, COVID-19 will be gone. 
Yeah. Did you pay for I, anything? Did you give him I, any money? I paid for nothing. He doesn't know my name. He doesn't have any contact Please. information for me. He's I'm, never seen me before. I'm willing to bet if you go um, back to that uh, to where that store was, it's not there anymore. It will, Josh. I'll throw money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sending. Hey, Josh, Rob, I'm sending you a screenshot. I think I found him. I think I found uh, on an entertainment website. Send a screenshot. Uh, I, think I think this you, is. I think dude. it's the one. I think you found oh me too. I, so there was a day at the office where like I watched tons of clips of this and like looked through pictures and he's got like eight foot Bart Simpson and some of them are more horrifying than the acts. It's like a really very, yep, okay. you found it. That's the one. I he's think got that's some a crazy are they, guy. Are they, are they homemade costumes? Entertainment. Yeah. They're homemade, they're yeah, homemade all kinds costumes. of costumes. They're homemade costumes, but then he's also on stilts. So it ties in with the unicycle. One of the tapes that I have was him trying out a Scooby-Doo oh. costume that had stilts on it and riding that's riding a unicycle in the Scooby-Doo costume down the road while like his Holy kids were, were filming him and like waving cars away. Uh, <laughs> They were shutting down. They were doing a little traffic control for that shoot. Uh, you know, uh, they probably called the union in on that one. Got they pulled permits, drew up some maps. Probably did it the right way. It was done. It was done so well. Like the tape is so good because it starts off with him just being like, "Yeah, yeah you know, let's just uh, see how it goes, I guess, right?" And then like the kids <laughs> laugh, and he like pops the pops the head onto the Scooby Doo costume and climbs onto the unicycle. That's one of those things where like, like you're. That's one of those things where, like, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, God, my dad's eight foot Elvis. Then when you're an adult, you're like, man, my dad was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Courtney, I'm going to ask you the same question. It's just, that's, how, that's where Steve-O came from. <laughs> Courtney, I'm going to ask you the same okay. question. What, what is it about in your house or in your life that creeps you the fuck out? So I have a super old house. I mean, you guys all know you guys all been here. I mean, my house was built in 1928. So I mean, you know, it's coming up on 100 years old. And, you know, it creaks, everything creaks, like all the doors, all the steps, like, that's just, I'm blind, like, whatever, like, I already know that to expect that. You know, all my, um, you know, my refrigerator makes weird noises. Like, it sounds like kind of like a, a whale yawning. It's oh, like, I've heard that. Ooh. I've heard that. I think oh. I, I think that's happened. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that's happened at your house when I was there, and I thought, yeah. "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like a woolly mammoth crying or something. So it's a super oh. weird sound. And what's crazy, it's like it, it's not really just this fridge. It was the previous fridge, so I don't know if it's like a faulty circuit or whatever. Um, so I mean, there's a few things, but they don't really weird me out. The thing that makes me jump all the time, and it happens almost every single night, is the garbage cans are lying on the side of the house by my uh, side door, and my room is uh, the upstairs room, like right above those. And I can hear like squirrels or maybe rats or whatever jump into the garbage can, and sometimes they knock it over. <laughs> so that startles me. That makes me everything. Yeah, that time. would pretty much scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. But like even like them just jumping into it like a small sound when they don't knock it over, it startles me. So yeah, that's like the one thing that gets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that pretty much scares shit out of me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what I don't know. Well, if it's like a woolly mammoth, you know. Yeah. Yeah, oh. your fucking fridge made that noise once, and I was like, "What the fuck was so that?" Weird. 
I forget about it now because it's just kind of like, yeah, my fridge does that. And, you know, I bought the fridge like a year and a half ago or something. And so, like, whenever new people come over and are sitting at my dining room table, they're like, oh my God, what was that? I was like, what? What are you saying? Oh, the moaning fridge. Got it. <laughs> um, so, on that note, do you, do you guys want to talk about anything you've been watching or reading at all? Do you guys want to talk about any of that before we, before we call it a night? Well, I did a big like book challenge this past month just to see how many books I could read. My goal was 15. I made it to 12. I was super happy about that, but not as happy as I could have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing really. Um, we already talked about Cobra Kai last episode. That's kind of all. Was what, uh, what, what books? What, talk about one of the books you read. What was there any one that you were like? I mean, didn't you read Jurassic Park, the book? Yeah, yeah, I finally read that, which is cool because I like never really read that one. And, you know, I've always heard people talk about how it's so much different from the movie. And yeah, there were so many different things, which was crazy. Um, I, I kind of don't want to talk too much about like the difference parts. I don't want to spoil it because it's a 35 year old well, book. Let, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. Which did you like better? Um, it, I, I love the movie. I mean, I, I've always felt like horror genre horror 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 Either way. I, think I, you it. I always felt like horror genre horror horror oh the horror boston accent um i think it's more of a visual medium i think horror is best put on the big screen like i felt like jurassic Park, maybe it's because i've seen it so many times like in my childhood and it was kind of one of those stable movies that's you know probably in my top 10 um I feel like I have a real connection with that. But I mean, it was cool just to read the book to see like all the little differences and the, like, oh, it wasn't really scary, but like, okay, okay, that's cool. And it, it's just more added pieces to the story. So that was pretty cool to, um, you know, to go through that. Um, what else did I read? I read American Gods for like the third time. So that was cool. I, I love that book. It's just a super good read. I really want to watch the show now. I know. Again, we brought that up like a few episodes ago. But I haven't yeah, seen that show. I, I, haven't actually, I haven't actually seen the show, but I've heard it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard only people talk about good things. Um, yeah, I started reading some biographies. Like I read Carrie Fisher's biography. That was cool. She's so funny. I mean, she could have been a stand-up if she wanted. Um, I mean, she just had natural comedic timing, and it was great. It was an audiobook. Um, and she read the book herself. She did the narration. So that was super great. And oh, you know, was just talking, uh, yeah, you know, it was just talking about life, like growing up with, a, you know, super famous parents and talking about, you know, how weird it is to be, you know, like, a, you know, little boys to masturbate to her. <laughs> to be like the first one. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's super strange. Like, go to like conventions and like all these nerds are like oh my god you're my first crush but yeah i mean she's just so forward and so like you know she's just very forward <laughs> that's super funny um yeah what else was good uh, martin short's book was pretty good i i didn't really know anything about him but um yeah it was interesting i don't know i think it's interesting to read about celebrities like even if I'm not like a huge fan of them or don't know anything about them, just to see more of the rising of where they came from and how they got to the point where they are. Well, I also feel like you know so much about modern celebrities because of just the way celebrity works now that like, you know, of course. You, you could like you could like grow up watching somebody a million times and know nothing about them because it's just not how it was when we were yeah. kids. Oh sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What about you, Tom? You've been reading yeah. anything, watched anything? 
Uh, no, but I mean, Cordelia was mentioning, uh, mentioned a woolly mammoth noise or whatever. Like if it was like, so, uh, like, like, so the funniest thing I feel that I was doing today was that I was trying to do a rendition of what a coworker was doing. And what it was, it was that his, it was all on the premise that, uh, Snuffleupagus was a heroin addict. And I would be like, I would be like, oh, you know, like, um, I was like, I would be like, oh, you know, like, uh, oh, hi, bird. And, you know, oh, what's going on, Snuffy? Oh, nothing. Got any heroin, bird? And, and, oh, no, you know, like, so, like, I was doing, like, you know, you know, oh, Snuffy, you look horrible. Gosh. Yeah. And, and you know, like, oh, bird. I'm met junk again. Oh, you know, you gotta be careful. The fentanyl now in the, you know, you know, in your in your stuff, and oh, you, they cut it again with baby formula bird. You know, got a dollar bird. You know, like I just I did this for like 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 five minutes, and like I just thought it was the funniest thing. I was laughing for longer than that. It was great. So I, I'm not really good. I'm not doing. I'm not doing anything with my time. Is what I'm saying. So I like that. You no, play, I, mean, I feel like you I play like a great time, puppet donkey. Yeah, that was really, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that was time well spent, Tom. And I think the viewers would, uh, and, you know, listeners would agree as well. So I've been, uh, I've been really into Tabitha Brown on TikTok. She's a, she's like a chef on TikTok who has a great uh, personality. She's a vegan chef, so I've been following her. Uh, I know it's not a standard medium, but I've been watching a lot of TikTok because I've been so busy that I have a lot of time to watch normal stuff. And then every night at 11 PM, big time garbage, which is a podcast has been going live on Twitch. Uh, and I watch them. Uh, I watch them because of Twitch, uh, every night at 11, it's fun to like interact with on Twitch. It's a blast. And they're very funny guys. How does Twitch work? Is that a separate website and do you pay for it? Twitch is free. You know? you can, so, so Twitch is free. Twitch is its own thing. Twitch is like an app. I don't know. I've never used it on my computer, but Twitch is free. Okay. Um, you can use it. I mean, like I said, I, I literally just use it on my fucking on my phone. But um, okay. basically, you like it's just like a podcast network. You like search a name or a group of people, and stuff comes up. Mm. And you can subscribe to the channel, which will give you updates when it comes up. And then you can like pay to be a subscriber. So like, if you like somebody's content, ah, you can like throw okay. them five bucks for the month if you want. And then you can update that every month. But it doesn't it doesn't like instantly take money out of your shit. You have to like willingly give them money. So like I subscribe to, I, I, I give five bucks a month to big time garbage. I literally watch them 20 nights a month, you know? Because aren't they pretty much the oh, same wow. for Twitch just for video games, right? For video games streaming. So a lot of people use Twitch for like a lot of shit. Like see, people do like a mystery science theater thing with Twitch, video games. Oh, really? okay. Like, yeah, I mean, it's basically, basically Twitch is like, Twitch, what Twitch essentially is, is like if you had a weatherman news studio, right? You just have like a, a platform where you can put shit up behind you and talk about it. Oh, okay. No, I, I had no idea. Like I just hear people talk about video games for it. I didn't know you could do other. I mean, I, th I think Twitch lends itself very well to video game playing. And I'm pretty sure that's how it kind of got established was a lot of people okay. doing Twitch streams. Like I'm going to play Left 4 Dead and that's way too old of a game. I'm going to play Resident Evil Whatever. Biohazard <laughs> and, and, and show you how scary it is to me while I talk through it and that kind of shit. But yeah, I mean, it, it like, actually... Like, don't, uh, so it's like Brett, the weatherman. You see, like the person sitting in front while they're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so okay, got it. I didn't know they had built-in green screen um, effects on there. That's kind of neat. 
Yeah, I think it's, I think, they, I don't know if it's like the same thing as a green screen. I think you can just like pop shit up behind you. I don't know exactly how it works. I've never, I've never streamed oh. on it. I just, I've just watched other people do it. But like, so my friend Brett, who does Big Time Garbage, he's one of the three hosts. He's a uh, graphic designer and a motion, a motion graphics animator. So like he can do really fucking fast shit and he'll always have right. like constant funny. Like if you bring up a funny idea, he'll just like create something behind him. So if you like, oh, like oh, the other night we were talking, like, I remember I like threw out some joke about QAnon and they like, they like pulled up the QAnon mm-hmm. map and like did this thing where they like walked you through the map and highlighted things, how stupid it is. And they did stuff where, like he, I remember there was one point where he introduced the idea of like some other actor being in action movies and he just quickly like, dropped the, the different actors had on it and they had one of the guys do the voice and he put the recorded it and like played it it's really funny shit okay cool. no thanks for explaining that i had no idea i thought it was just like streaming video game service yeah, yeah. And not just to give a plug to my friend's thing but big time garbage is what i've been watching on twitch and it's great josh what are you saying oh, cool. uh yeah i think it's just sort of become like a, a catch-all at this point of, really? of okay. live streaming yeah. stuff and i I, I tried to be a Twitch streamer once uh, back wow. when like that was a, a really popular thing to do for gaming. And the energy, <laughs> I don't have the energy or the personality of the people that, were, <laughs> that got that would get famous for doing that because like the people that got famous for playing video games on, on Twitch streams were like the people that are like, all right, guys, so let's go into this room. Oh, no, what's in right. here? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah I can't yeah. do that. Well, I think a lot. I think a lot of Twitch is like. I think a lot of people that watch Twitch are little kids that like are right. interested in video games. So, like, when you do stuff for kids, you have to have that big, big energy, that big time right. energy. I almost said, yeah, but, big, uh, big time, big time energy, energy. Uh, big time energy. So is my, I've been thinking. My show. I've been thinking about doing like some sort of Twitch site, like as a blind person. But like, it, I would play like super simple games, like um, like any sort of like side scrollers, like old Ninja Turtle games from the nineties, like, or maybe like a Tetris or like a Sonic the Hedgehog. But like the the twist would be like I'd have like one of you guys like join me for an episode, and you guys would have to direct me which direction to hit the keypad and when to jump. That'd be super fun, and probably yeah, not that hard to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah, mean, that's yeah, like that'd be my yeah. Yeah, that'd be super fun and, and probably uh, and probably not that hard to do, honestly. I mean, uh, Twitch has yeah. to be fairly easy to use because any you know so many folks are doing it. Like I said, Brett does yeah. it at like a really high level because he's doing he's choosing to do that again. But like, I know it's fairly basic for like simple stuff like that. Right. But I figured as long as I do like pretty simple games like you know Super Mario and Sonic stuff like that, like I figure that's manageable. <laughs> I mean, first person shooters would be pretty funny too. I feel like Sonic would be the craziest one because <laughs> Sonic moves so fast. So for, for someone yeah, to tell you- go right. Go right. Well, yeah, but it'd be like, jump, spin, duck, look, it'd be like so fucking crazy. Like Mario's, like you can do the original Mario games. They're so slow paced. I can just be like, okay, jump, use your right. tail. Like this right. is the speed. You would need like Josh's fake Twitch energy to get you through Sonic. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, let's call it a night here. Uh, I want to I say thanks, everybody, for uh, listening and uh, joining us. Uh, we've been really busy lately, so sorry that stuff's been coming out a little bit slower, but we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate the time you're spending with us. We love it. And uh, you know, I know quarantine's hard, but uh, hopefully this is helping me get through it. So hopefully this is helping somebody else get through it. Uh, so on that note, I want to say uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Uh, this has been VHS Playback, and I've been Rob Kuzanoff. I'm Cordelia Krim. I've been Tom Bestie. And I've been Josh Kuzanoff. And please feel free to email and contact us 
so we can talk about stuff that you want to talk about on the show. Uh, the email is our email is VHS playback podcast at gmail.com. And you can reach out to us on Instagram at VHS playback. There you go, guys. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. And we'll see you guys later. Like and subscribe. Uh, Catch you on the next VHS playback. (laughs) Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Break the computer. Break my face. I hate myself. (laughs) I'm going to do some cat noises. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.